Hello, and welcome to the Substance of Life Experience. Glad you could join us today. Today is actually the beginning of Black History Month. And I am excited because it is a time of reflection and celebration. Celebration of the African American history in the United States. And it is a rich history. So as I always tell you, sit back, relax, get your favorite beverage. Today, my favorite beverage happened to be a uh, espresso. Actually, it was a cappuccino. Self-made. And uh, sit back. Give me a few moments of your time. And you will be inspired, educated, and entertained. Thank you for joining us. Hello, this is Angela, and you are at the Substance of Life Experience podcast. Glad you could join us today for our beginning segments, and I do use that in a plural format, for Black History Month. And I'm excited because Black History Month is a celebration for me. It is a celebration, and I do celebrate all the month long, so you'll be hearing a little bit more from me this particular month than in times past, simply because I want to share the African-American experience with all that listen. And I want to inspire you, I want to educate you, and of course, I want to entertain you. I started off with a uh, tune that some of you might recognize, and it is from the Jazz at Lincoln Center's Orchestra. And the musicians that you were listening to were Wynton Marcellus and John Batista. And I'm sure most of you know who these gentlemen are. John Batista does play on late night television every night. And um, he is a fabulous, fabulous, uh, I'm going to call him a pianist. Um, both of these men uh, are just absolutely fabulous musicians. And if you get the moment or if you get a chance, you know, go on Spotify or wherever you happen to get your music from and just pay tribute. Give them a few moments of your time and listen to them and listen to their craft. As I said earlier, this is the beginning segment for our African-American history or Black History Month uh, celebration. And I want you, our audience members, to know that black history reaches the full diaspora of life here in the United States. We have contributed to art, music, education, political science, business, uh, entrepreneurships in the United States of America and abroad. I'm just going to reach out there and say, yes, it is a global thing. 
And I'm excited because we've chosen February as the month to bring that to the forefront. Black History Month is more than just learning about your family roots. It is more than just expressing and learning about a time period in American's history when blacks were considered to be property and we were slaves. All of the richness of life here in the United States encompasses African Americans. And, you know, growing up, and I'm going to say growing up in the South and the North because I did spend my summers down South. I can now, as I'm older, see how that richness has shaped who I am and what I am. And I'm very happy for my outcome. Now, granted, there are things in these United States that, you know, we just haven't gotten right yet in terms of how African-Americans or blacks in general or people of color are treated and received and acknowledged. But I don't want to dwell on that this month because this month's African-American history theme is all about the family. And I thought that that was very, very appropriate, that it is all about the family. So in our coming segments, we will dive into the historical aspect of the black family in the United States, the historical aspect of the richness of the black family. We want to talk a little bit about traditions And I know there are some of us out there that have rich traditions uh, in our families. I'd like to have you share some of those with us. And as I said earlier, the black experience in the United States reaches a wide spectrum. Every corner of life in the United States has been intertwined with an African-American or a person of color, a black person. And some people don't understand why. Why are we shouting at the top of our lungs for equal treatment, equal rights, uh, a fair playing ground, if you will? Because we haven't had it. We've had people to empathize with us, but we have not fully experienced that in the United States of America. Now, Racism is real, and we saw that on January 6th. It is not productive to the fabric of our nation. It is not productive for those who want to move forward in society. So, you know, I'm going to challenge everybody to share a little bit of compassion and share a little bit of love and put yourself in the shoes of your fellow man and really, really empathize. But in the process of doing all of this, learn about the African-American culture. Learn about our hardships. Learn about how we've had to move forward in the fabric of American society. You will be absolutely amazed and you will stand back in awe and say, how did they do it? Because when I think of my ancestors, I ask myself that question all the time. When I reach into 
that fabric of history and I pull out that tapestry, I ask myself, how did they do it? So when we talk about education, you know, African-Americans have had to build their own learning institutions because we were not accepted at white learning institutions. African-Americans have had to build their own communities because the communities which came after slavery were segregated. And make no mistake, we were thriving. We were doing extremely well. But When that happened, and as you research your history this month, you will see that in many townships and many areas where African Americans set up homesteads and they were thriving, in came individuals who were, for no other reason, jealous and decided amongst themselves that these people should not be thriving. And those communities were destroyed. I remember growing up in New York. I lived in a community where we were thriving. We had grocery stores. We had record stores. We had physicians' offices. We had places of business. And we had schools. All within walking distance in my community. And I remember that there was a young man... His name was Glover, and he was killed by a police officer. Now, I don't recall all the details, but you know what? I may have to go back and uh, look at some magazines during that era and look at the newspaper, the Daily News, during that time frame. And for those of you that lived in South Jamaica that remember that, you know, drop me a line. Refresh my memory. But... I remember when he was shot, there were riots on what is now called Guyar Boulevard, which was Jamaica Boulevard, because people were angry, because this little boy, and, I, and he was a little boy because I don't even think he was 14 years old, was shot. And I didn't know the reason why. I do remember my parents saying that we couldn't go outside for two to three days because it just wasn't safe. And that we couldn't go to school, even though school was across the street, for two to three days because it just wasn't safe. Imagine what a world would be like if we could thrive and no one came in to destroy what we built up. Just kind of let that set in for a moment. That was the purpose of me sharing that particular memory with you. Imagine where we would be now if no one came in to destroy what we had built up. Amazing, isn't it? So as we move forward with 2021 Black History Month, I want you to be mindful of the rich history and the rich contribution of African Americans within these United States. You will be in awe as you go through history. And I know that preceding this month, I spent the month of January doing my homework and taking uh, bits and pieces of history in the areas of art and music and education and political science and biological sciences and business and just pulling out names of individuals who were 
vast contributors. I couldn't put the books down. I couldn't stop going through different uh, references in the internet because it was just so much information. I'm excited. I'm excited that the state that I currently live in has made it mandatory to have black history as part of the educational curriculum. I think that all states in these United States should have a African-American curriculum because we can't get better if we don't learn. And the next generation coming forward, the generation X's and the generation Y's, they're tired of the differences. They're ready to embrace the uniqueness of our people and move forward. Their visions are different. Their thoughts are different. They are willing to work together as one body of people in these United States. We haven't gotten there yet because we still have a lot of, and I'm going to call it dead weight, old ideology still lingering on out there, wanting to maintain power. Nothing lasts forever. And I will be so excited to see a true united, United States. Enjoy February 2021. Share with us whatever it is you learn at the substance of life experience.com. We look forward to listening and learning from you as well.